call. Alright, so we are recording. Alright, everybody. This is the <laughs> first podcast of the American Ladcast. We have myself, Cade, and uh, my good friend, mm-hmm. Nigel. Yep, and, uh, and uh, this is just uh, episode one, I guess. Episode See one. Um, we're going to just get right into it. We're here to talk about football. We're just two mates talking <laughs> about football. And it's coming. It is June 10th of Wednesday, the first episode. So La Liga starts back tomorrow. We haven't had a lot of football. German League has been back. But um, other than that, yeah. And let's see. We're going to start out talking about Timo Werner to Chelsea or Liverpool. And right now, it's looking like Chelsea, honestly. Which is pretty surprising, because it seemed like Liverpool for the longest time, and then all of a sudden just Chelsea came out of nowhere, and they're also linked with Havertz, too. With Kai Havertz? Yeah. Who Chelsea is, or uh, Liverpool? Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm hearing Chelsea's linked with him, so there's no telling what's going to happen with that. I mean, if they got them, they'd definitely be consistently a top-four team. Yeah, Ch- Chelsea has a lot of numbers um, in that midfield area. I'm I'm just thinking of some players like they've got Mason Mount. I'll cross that front three. Mason Mount, Pedro, William. Oh, yeah. Um, Pulisic, Callum Hudson-Odoi. Ruben Loftus-Cheek, I guess, could play there if he doesn't play as a six. There's a lot of players that could play there. Um, oh, yeah. They got Zayic coming in. Zayic I mean- coming in. It's going to be, I mean, I think he will be able to make it just because he played pretty well in the Champions League and had a pretty decent goal scoring record. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I think he'll mostly play behind the striker, but it'll definitely be interesting because I think a lot of teams pass on him because of his lack of physicality. Right, yeah. But, um, he, and he could play up top too because he kind of would give Chelsea something different. Besides, like Abraham, he does go in between the lines, but Werner's going to consist, like, constantly do that. He's, a little bit something different, but yeah, yeah surprise he wouldn't want to go to Liverpool. I don't know. Maybe that front three club doesn't want to deviate. Who knows? Yeah, I think he works better in Chelsea's formation because he can actually play number 10 instead of just playing a midfield three. Mm-hmm. Because I think, yeah. yeah, that Liverpool front three, it's looking hard to break up. I think that's why the team over to Chelsea makes so much sense. Yeah, just, that's, that's a good point. It does. If you, you bring someone in for sixty million, like they can't sit the bench. Mm-hmm. So Timo Werner, Chelsea seems like makes a lot more sense than Liverpool when you really start breaking it down, thinking about it. I think what we have next, La Liga fixture results. I haven't right. really looked at it. See, today's Wednesday. It starts back up tomorrow. Let's see yeah. Sevilla, Sevilla and Real Betis, Granada, Getafe. Valencia Levante. Who else do we have here? Barcelona, Real Mallorca, Athletic Bilbao, Atletico Madrid, Real Madrid Ibar. Yeah, to be honest with you, I haven't really been watching a lot of Spanish league this year. Um, I I know the race up top is pretty close. I know Real Madrid's managed to stay close to Barcelona. But honestly, that's that's really about it. But I mean, Barcelona's pretty much been a one-man team for pretty much since Neymar's left. Yeah, that's been tough. I mean, Suarez is still. I mean, Suarez is coming back from that. I think it was a knee injury. But 
because of COVID, he's basically like able to play the season. And he, I, I, when I have watched him this year, I've seen a decline in him, but like still world class player. But from what we've seen in the past, he's you know he's human. He's getting a little bit older. Yeah, I think playing with Messi definitely gave him some longevity. Oh, 100%. If he was playing at Liverpool, I don't think he'd be able to make it. No, his game was so much more running at Liverpool, at Barca. Their possession is a bit, yeah. Yeah. So let's see what we got next here. See, next since we were just talking about Chelsea and Timo Werner, next move for William and Pedro since... See, they're getting on. They're on the other side of thirty now. Willian. Yeah, the only things I've seen from Willian was apparently Arsenal are interested, and Pedro apparently is on his way to Roma, which I could actually see that coming through. But Willian, there's no telling. He's still like a pretty good. He's still pretty good, honestly, for his age. He could still do a job for a team, hundred percent. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, it it would make with what Lampard's doing at Chelsea, it, it makes sense that um that time's coming. He's been there for a long time too. Now that I'm thinking about it, probably seven years. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Seven years, like 2013, I think he came in. Mm-hmm. Snub Spurs. Might have been eight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Might have been eight years because he might have been on that Champions League winning team. Yeah, he's been there for a minute. He's yeah, he's been there longer since uh, Hazard was. Now I think. We're just mm-hmm. close to that amount of time. I mean, that that's those are two moves that don't surprise anybody. But at the same time, that's that's you know he's been there for a long time. Now that I'm kind of thinking about it, as Blaquita, he could be this could be his last season as well. He's been there for a long time. I can see Chelsea. Next topic I have going, here. Oh, go ahead. I can see Chelsea going in for a striker and a center back. Also, yeah, I can see that being. Will they upgrade? You think they would go for another striker with already getting Werner? Hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know, because Werner can kind of play anywhere across the, the attack. Yeah. So it's like, and I they, don't know if... With I don't them, know, I can see him playing out wide, mostly. With them signing Giroud on just for another year, they could just be, like, you know, that could be a band-aid for, you know, next year. They might get a striker, who knows, maybe. Yeah, just delaying the inevitable. Unless, you know... Abraham could step up, but it's still early. See, the next topic I have here is one. I, I, I. This is why, I, since football has come back, I'm something's just been different for me. The difference in the atmosphere without fans from yeah. the Bundesliga returning. I don't. It's something is kind of different. It's yeah, nice to I, have soccer back and all that, but. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's not as bad as I think people thought it'd be, where they pump no. the crowd noise. Because it's actually like, I mean, the quality it does games, give you something. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like it, I watched it gives you enough. Ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, it's honestly not that bad. Surprisingly, yeah, it, it seems a bit corny, but it actually does make it. It's better than watching it without it. I remember yeah, thinking I, that. Yeah, there'd be too much like awkward silence. I mean, unless you're gonna like mic up the players. Yeah. You do need an atmosphere. It does make a big difference. What I have next here is uh, the Ibrahimovic future. So, what was the injury? Was it an Achilles? Um, 
think something in his knee, maybe ACL, I think. Yeah, I think it might have been his ACL that he hurt. Says Zlatan Ibrahimovic recovering will. Lower part of right leg. Serious Achilles blow, yet scans show tendon was intact. Maybe not as bad as first thought. That's what it's kind of looking like. So maybe he'll be staying with AC Milan. It seems that they're happy that he's recovering well. He yeah, is. I could think he signed for six months. So who knows? He might get that one-year extension. Yeah. I mean, he, I think he deserves that much. Yeah, he has done pretty well, and all, all the things he's accomplished, and also just having that mentality around. He's, yeah, I could tell a difference as a Manchester United fan in the background. <laughs> uh, that's funny, Nigel. We didn't even like plan on like sitting behind yeah, well, the flag. Like, <laughs> we both have one. That's. I was like, dude, I don't know if I should blur the background out or just leave it. No, nah, I know. I thought like a media. I was like, well, like people are just gonna know, I guess. But I could tell when he was at United, there was a big. I could. I think Rashford yeah. like elevated, stepped up a like a few gears in his game that year. I think he's, I think he's earned some more time, sort of like a Gallo. I think he's earned that like extra year on his loan deal. Yeah. Whatever he's that good one year Gallo, deal, man. Good, good Gallo, guy. man. Just, he's doing his thing, man. A good guy, man. It's a good dude, man. It's that goal against LASK in the Europa League. That three Class. touch juggle. Yeah, it was a nice goal. Let's see what we have next here. I, when I started looking at it, these topics are all already, but, you know, it's the first episode. It, it is what it is, man. So I, I see most improved BPL players' teams throughout the season so far. Um, uh, I think I'm gonna, I might be going for the same player and same player and team. I think I might go to Sheffield and I think Dean Henderson. Yeah, Dean Henderson, uh, John Flex, a real good player too. But Dean Henderson, because he's he's what twenty two, I believe. Yeah, yeah. twenty two, like twenty three, and like from going First, from like nowhere to being England's number one potentially. Right, him and Nick Pope, yeah, I think are the ones fighting for that. But um, yeah, that Sheffield team is solid. There's a lot of just consistent players that play simple and like they ha they have a compact shape. It reminds you, it reminds me of um, of, um like watching. The Premier League style was different before, like, 2010, and they have, like, that compactness, but they're more athletic. But yeah. I think they, do they sit fifth in the table? It's I think, yeah, they're definitely they're definitely out there. All right, Chelsea might be – I think Manchester United might be fifth. Or either them, them or Chelsea, I think. But, I mean, they do – they're definitely pushing for Europe this season. Along with Wolves. Seventh, yeah, and Wolves are sixth. And that, that was going to be another team I was going to... Their consistency, oh. Sheffield and Wolves, they both really surprised me. That Wolves midfield is um something I like a lot. I like um the balance of Matinho dropping a bit deeper. Neves goes a bit more forward. You have Traore on the right. There's not as much overlapping from that right back on Traore's side. And then that left yeah. side... I mean, it, it kind of switches from, like, Jota to, like, Pe uh, Pedro Neto, I think is his name. Yeah. And uh, those are two teams I actually like a lot. I think Wolves and Sheffield are two really good teams in the Premier League. Especially for teams that haven't been there very long. Like, Yeah. And they Leicester, they, they were pushing for 
I mean, honestly, they're kind of pushed for the title back in, like, first half of the season sometime. Right, and, and they're like, still they're sitting third. There. I mean, they're... Yeah, I mean, they could be getting back in the Champions League. I think Ndidi has just been really good at Leicester. He, um, the way he plays kind of, well, he's got more to his game in terms of passing, but that year that um Tottenham, I think they got second or third, and it was like Luka Modric and Wilson Palacios in the midfield. And Palacios would just hunt the ball down and, like, pass it to Modric. Like, and Didi basically does that, but he passes to, like, Tilly Menza Madison. They got their hands on a lot of good players, too. You got Vardy, Ben yeah. Chilwell, Harvey Barnes. That center back, Siyunku. That's uh, uh, Ricardo Pereira, he's been pretty good. He's honestly been, been low-key one of the best right backs out there. Yeah, and in the he Premier can go least. up and down. He's physical he can dribble at you like a winger he's a modern day outside back good player if they wanted to cash in on some of those players they could make a lot of money too they could they could then they got something special going on there at oh yeah the that title Schultz. run that's i that's one of the best yeah and that shit is that, insane. that was just an insane year and it was the year of the underdog and it was just everybody Dude. was really i mean how could you not be? They were such a good team. Was it Liverpool that got second that year? Um, City. I can't I think remember. It, I think the last two teams closest to him was Arsenal, Tottenham, and... Oh, uh, was that the year that it was Ozil and Sanchez uh, doing very well for Arsenal, I think? Yeah, because I think yeah. the closest teams were those two. Yeah. Um, Let's see. And I, we deviated a bit from the talking point, but I mean... Most improved BPL players. Anybody else that's kind of coming to mind now? I'm looking at the table. Saka for uh, Arsenal's really impressed me. Oh, yeah. He's very versatile. Saka's been good. Martinelli's been really good. Yeah. Then, uh, yeah. Obamings, he's been solid, but. Oh, yeah. You expect that, though. That can, yeah, he's been very consistent. I, what do you think about Lacazette's future now that I just kind of thought about it? Uh, I mean, it seems like Arsenal want to make it work. Where they kind of have the two strikers, and number 10, and then two behind them. But, I mean, if they got to do that, then I think you got to use Ozil more in that position. Because, I mean, he's pretty much born to be a number 10, I feel like. Yeah, I feel putting him, he can't do anything else in the midfield. He's not an eight. He's not. He doesn't play on the wing. I mean, he'll find. He's just. It's. You gotta put him at ten. Yeah. He's too. Like good. He's making so much money that it's like you kind of have to play him. Yeah. Like he's, he's making like three hundred thousand something. Like you have to play him somewhat. Like you kind of just that's hurt yourself. That's a. Yeah, that's just a week. That's not bi-weekly. That's every single week. So I mean, you gotta find a way to make room from that formation. And anybody that watches soccer can tell you, like, there's nobody else you want putting, like, the perfect weight on a pass in the final third. Or, like, having that vision. Like, he he, he is very, very talented. Yeah. He's gifted. People, He's very... The midfielders behind him have to be better, though. Yeah. I think Granit Xhaka. Granit Xhaka is not. That's, that's not but, it, man. Like, you need you need a Makaleli. Like, in Torreira, like, to be fair to him, he's done all right at Arsenal. But, like, he's just had so much inconsistencies around him. How can somebody come in from playing in Italy, he's from Uruguay, playing in – it's just a totally 
I don't know. But, yeah, yeah. If, if he had better players around him, behind him, that won the ball and hunted it down, imagine an Ndidi behind him. Imagine if Arsenal went in for N'Golo Conte instead of Xhaka. That would have been... <laughs> that, that's night and day Dude. difference. What is man? You got a, like one guy can't even play with one. Can only play with one foot. That's the crazy yeah, thing. One foot, super. And let alone, ball. let alone that he can't cover the distance. Like doesn't read the game the same. Like you think he, he would because he's so much slower. But dude, the, he thinks he can just shoot. I'm, I'm not. I'm not a Grand Jaka fan. We're learning this. Dude, if anybody's yeah. watching and they've gone this I think, far, yeah. I think Grand Jaka has a quota. He has to fill of long range shots. He has to score at least three a season. So he just rips him until he gets that quota. Dude, he might have he some just, in his contract. Yeah, that, I think there's some bad. I think yellow cards. Yeah, Rex, you can be right, man. Cards. I think you're onto something, bro. Yeah, that might be it, man. He's Shit. watching this. He's calling his agent right now. Like, how does this? How does Nigel know, man? <laughs> he's like, how <laughs> the fuck did they find out? <laughs> he's calling him and letting him know. He's like, nah, man. They're yeah, they're onto that, man. Uh, Speaking of some midfielders in the Premier League, possibly Rabiot to Everton. That, um, yeah, I heard that the other day. See, I, I don't know, man. His, I think him, he might be the problem. Because attitude, uh, I think his attitude's kind of fucking up his career a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I, I didn't expect him to play at Juventus, to be honest with you, because, like, let's think, they got Pjanic. He's not leaving my 11. Uh, you've got Matuidi. Um, you've got Ramsey. There are other players. Quadrado plays. He plays like outside back. Now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, let's. Uh, there's, yeah, there's other players in there. I just I don't I haven't watched Juventus in a while. See, I thought he had a decent chance of breaking through Juventus. Because I was like, I, mean, I thought he would definitely be like you know playing in yeah. Europe consistently. This Kadira at Juventus too, isn't there? Same Kadira. Yeah, there's Kadira. There was Emery Chan. Oh, yeah, he's at a yeah. left. I saw him playing center back the other day. Yeah. And, like, wow, like, he was scoring a scissor kick about five years ago as, like, a like a, a progressive Crazy. eight, and now he's a center back in Germany. A league where he could definitely play, like, eight, like, you know, midfield in. I could see him going to Everton, sort of. Just because Carlo Ancelotti's there, they got a lot of money to spend, apparently. Yeah. I mean, if you can drop $50 million on Sigurdsson, you can... You can buy some serious players. He's kind of a player that reminds me a lot of Andre Gomez. That's why it's sort of like I already like because Andre Gomez is at Everton. That's why I thought of that. I don't know. They're, they're sort of like for like. I couldn't imagine them playing together. One of them would have to. I don't. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, what? I, th- I think one might have Ancelotti. to drop off. And, you know, maybe Ancelotti's not even. This could be an agent pushing a move because his player's not getting a lot of play time. Because we've seen this happen at Juventus uh, with Emery Chan that's now at Leverkusen. Oh, yeah. He so, got completely just Rab- frozen out by sorry. Yeah, and I mean, what, Rabio? he's he's only like 25, right? He's still pretty young. Yeah, he's, he's, he's still be got a lot left. Week, in, week out. Yeah, he's approaching his prime, so he yeah. definitely has the ability to play, in, I think, in any top five league. But, you know, that move could be a possibility, too, because Everton just has those owners now, and there's all that money there. Why not? Like, they're just playing ultimate team. Hey, you never know, man. He might might end up at Newcastle with the Newcastle takeover. Oh, my goodness. That 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 Newcastle takeover. That's nuts. Yeah. It's pretty funny. They're like, in Bobby Newcastle. 
Never know, After man. a 30 year, 20 year hiatus. Alan Shearer is not years. walking through that door. Yeah, 30 years. <laughs> All right, let's see what um what other topics we have here. Um, future for big clubs, uh, United, Arsenal, Chelsea, City. Kind of, kind of focusing a bit on Premier League since I don't know about you, United. I watch a lot of a lot of Premier League. Yeah, like I've yeah, it's I def- definitely mostly Premier League. And I mean, that's kind of what's we live in the United States, so that's what's televised here mostly. Yeah, it's definitely the most market league, probably all across the world, but definitely mm-hmm. in America. It's harder to find. You can't find like full matches of like. You got to pay for channels if you want to watch Spanish league, and you can find German league games sometimes. But anyway, future for big clubs. Um, I guess we can start kind of at the top of the Premier League table, Liverpool. Um, uh, Liverpool, I think they're not trying to spend too much money this summer. But, I mean, yeah. I think they'll buy some players here and there for the future. Right. And maybe they're, recall some loan players. They're they're, they're like, pretty think, much a finished product, like you said. Yeah. Not, not really any – they don't need to spend too much money, but – Yeah, because I think that's why the Werner deal wasn't going to go through, just because of the amount of money that they have to spend. Right, and they just buying Minamino. Yeah, Minamino. I think, I think uh, Brewster will probably come back, and it's the only really player I can think of maybe come Hopefully back from a loan spell. I've, he's kind of been. I I, I would have thought he'd been loaned out or something by now. Yeah, I think Somebody they they should have started out the day about Brewster, and I was thinking that like, well, he's like twenty two now, but like he won he would no, he might be like twenty or twenty one, but he won that under seventeen World Cup, right? Or like yeah. Sancho, yeah. So let's Steven see what else. Sancho, I I mean, it's looking like Manchester United is the team that's going to get him to get Sancho. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think Grealish is the player they really want. I don't think Madison's their guy either. They got, you know, with, they got the guy that can play in the middle. Now they need a proper winger. And there's, I've heard Dan James, a lone move away, could be happening. I, I could see that. That um, I, I wanted it to work out for me. Works hard, but that that <laughs> final ball, that that final ball, man. But he can do a job defensively. He really like. I see why they bought him. He can buy into a system. He's going to be a team player, but. Man, that final ball sometimes. Trash. Really disappointing. But then that that Chelsea goal has just gotten a bit lucky. Then he had that one goal where he finessed the top corner, and you're thinking, okay, maybe two goals yeah. in two games, beginning of his career. But, yeah, just it hasn't really – much hasn't hit for him since then. The Other goal against teams, Chelsea, like, sums up Daniel James because he took a bad touch. Jamming. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it just sums up, like – Mm-hmm. He's, I don't think he's a Manchester United Doesn't player. even mean to let the ball run across him. He's fooled himself and the defender. Yeah, and then just got completely off lucky. balance. He's almost nervous while he hit. Yeah. Yeah. Good lad, though. Good lad. Um, let's see what else we have here for teams. City, I mean, Fernandinho's leaving. I don't know. Yeah, because yeah. you already got Rodri, Rodri. last summer. But you need, so it's like they that's pretty much have, the new they Fernandinho. Get center back. Yeah. They got, Center back. No, they they have enough money to get a player like Kulibai. Kulibai. Yeah, I was about to say Kulibai is definitely up for grabs this summer. But he'll, um, he'll probably end up at City. 
That could happen. I haven't really thought about City at all because, you know, I just don't think about City. But um, <laughs> I think they yeah. might have to drop Otamendi. Either Otamendi or Otamendi Snow. is – I don't I think Otamendi because he's older. I, I was watching um the full 90 minutes of Wolves versus City this season when Wolves beat City at the Eddie Head. And Otamendi is just I, – I mean, I've seen it before. Some He's just – he has some high-profile errors, like – in terms of just like letting his man run across him at the near post to score a tap in. Oh yeah, that the was game one against of that. It's like the first loss of the season for City against Norwich, I think it was. Like he just completely just threw the game away. Like I, because like I, I honestly think this is a hot take right here, but Marcus Rojo and him are kind of on the same level. And for country, Rojo's a better player. Like low key, yeah. I mean, I think, Mendy's I just think... in that City team. Like honestly. I think it's just maybe Odomendi has better like ball playing ability, but other than that, there's not too much to separate him though. No, if you really think about it, because I see some errors in his game, and oh, he just—he's more see, rash. You don't see company there this season, and you realize like, wow, even though the injuries and like lost some mobility, like he was still really good. Yeah, one of the solid, one a great Premier League center backs. Yeah, now that his career is over, um. Let's see what other teams we have. That Chelsea, we've we talked a lot about who they're getting. I don't think it's gonna. Yeah, I don't know. And Arsenal, I mean, that's that's a that's a long, long talk about. Oh yeah, Arsenal, bro. In terms of just their defense, that's what I mean. Really, they got they have the tools up front and some tools in the midfield to succeed. But that defense is um, because I think I've heard David Luiz is going. Yeah, they said they might not give him another year. Because I think he was only signed for the year. I mean, I guess they'll just see how it goes the first year. You can play Mustafi, but like you're like it's kind of the definition of lunacy to expect a different result with the same. I just I don't think Mustafi's the answer back there. His his relationship with the fans, like I. I don't know. I wouldn't want Jacker and Mustafi in my starting eleven. Yeah, I think him. Him and Jacker. Socrates in this broken system, and I'm scared that you're gonna like mess him up too. Kinda. I feel yeah. like that's that's kind of what's happened to some Arsenal players. Like I, I don't think Bellerin's the same. Yeah, him and Kolasinac, man. I... Kolasinac, he plays different now from when he first came. Cause he used to play at Schalke. I remember him in Germany, and I don't know. There's. I don't know. Something yeah, Arsenal yeah. players they get a lot of injuries. I don't know. Like seriously, what's I going think, on? There? Yeah, this you is, gotta blame the hot team doctor. This is my personal opinion. I mean, this is a podcast. We're just we're we're just talking. <laughs> we're about twenty seven minutes in, and you know, sure, I'm gonna get if anybody watches this, they're gonna be oh well, he's really talking about Arsenal like this. Like for yeah, the, well, for the they three do have a lot that, of injuries. Let's for the three people that watch this, Arsenal is they're cursed. Yeah, There's bro. no way around it. It's a cursed <laughs> club, dude. You go there, like, look at Danny Welbeck. You, you tore down Highbury, and then your players just you, started getting injured. Like They I mean, left their soul at Highbury. They There's did. There's no way around They left their soul there. Thierry Henry knows. They sold Henry for glory, and now yeah. he's just out there winning trophies. Yeah. Abu Dhabi was never the same, bro. Man was made out of glass. Yeah. Van Persie's the only guy that can almost break it, yo. He, he tried his best, man. He had one good season out of like seven years because he just kept getting injured. Injured, yeah. The injuries, man, took a toll on him. Let's see what else we have here. We got 
Ben Ben Chilwell to Chelsea for sixty million. I, you told me about this the other day, and that's that's a crazy amount of money for a left. That's I don't know why he'd pay that much for a left back though. I don't know either. Even a left like, back that produces the numbers like Trent Alexander Arnold, like I would not pay that. Like, and, and I like him. A, I like Ben Chilwell as a left back, but he's not sixty million. Like, what happened? I don't. We need to draw the line at like thirty million for. Yeah, because he okay. He's he's a good passing player position wise. He's. But he's not like super athletic. Like sixty million is a lot of money for a player. I just he's, don't. If, if Virgil Van Dyke seventy five million, how's Ben? Show? I don't know about that one. Yeah. That's just that's the market, I guess. Though. Yeah, it really is the market. Like, I mean, yeah, I guess there's nothing you can do Lester, about it. Lester don't want to budge. They know Roman Abramovich has got the money. That's true, man. Yeah, like, he is an important player. Smaller for clubs a, shouldn't have to. Like, just make big clubs pay that amount if you really want it. Yeah. I mean, he's an England international, but $60 million, I'd, I would just kind of look elsewhere if I was Chelsea. I would think about something else. Um, Let's see what else we have here. I think we're getting down kind of to the end of it. Um, This is a interesting one. Players that are dead wood at clubs. Um, And they know who they are. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Players that are dead wood. Um, well, you're going to ask me. I, I think it's uh, Andreas Pereira's time to probably go for Andres, his best interest. Too. Yeah, Andreas Pereira. Who else? Luke Shaw for sure. Yeah, I think he's, he, he could still have a job to do, but yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not so. It's just, you know, he's not gonna yeah. be there when he's 31, but I think he might have another year. Phil Jones, paper over the cracks, you know. Yeah, Phil, Phil Jones. Jones. Oh yeah, Phil Jones. It's, he should have been going yeah, yesterday. It's a shame too, because he is like a good defender. He's just got injuries. Like, his yeah. own goals is, like, because he can't move. Like, have you watched him play, like, in the past four years? Like, I know you have, but just, he's, like, so stuck. He's like a lawnmower stuck in the mud. Him and Matic are so limited in what they can do. Mm-hmm. That's just, yeah. like, I think it's just time, man. Just cash it in, play in China. Matic has had some moments in the second half of the season before the coronavirus hit because I saw some games where I was like what in the world like totally different player than what I saw two weeks ago yeah. I think Mata's unfortunately some deadwood too you know he's he yeah had a good run but yeah you know, unfortunately he's, he's in the deadwood category at this point it would be really, so is Jesse Lingard oh yeah it would be really awesome if at the end of Mata's career he came back and coached at some capacity I like Juan Mata a lot I could see that I could see him coaching in Spain yeah, I, he's got a good football ideology. I would him coaching young players at United would I'd like that a lot. Justin Lingard, yeah, I don't, we don't need to talk about him. And uh, Lingardino, that one hurts. Old uh, messy Lingard. I mean, I think everyone remembers the seventeen eighteen season where he just took over. Yeah, he had that one year, but Ibrahimovic, man, I'm telling you, he came in and made everybody raise their game. Lingardino, man. He raised everyone's game. It's a crazy time. 
Ibrahimovic Ibrahimovic did raise everyone's game. The last trophy they won was with Ibrahimovic, I believe. Yeah, it was the Europa League, I think. Yeah. yeah. Different League. times. Mourinho. But yeah, man, we are Nigel. I think uh, I'm out. I'm out of topics here. Do you have anything else? Ooh, let's see. Um, what do you think about Dembele? Do you think he's gone this summer? Or he's gone, Dembele. Yeah, you think he stays another year? Um, oh shit! I, think... I don't know. Honestly, he's just had a lot of injuries. Griezmann. I don't know if Griezmann's going to stay at Barcelona. That's a difficult one. I don't know. I could see another year just kind of going by the. Oh, did it pause, Nigel? I don't know. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I had to plug my computer. Oh, did I? I think you, so. Your recording bit. never stopped on my end. I just kind of realized that. I was just thinking, Gross. like, oh, it's um, it's nuts. And that's like frozen. Yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna wait for uh, years to pop up. So I, I guess it just records everything on my end. All right. But we were talking about um. Dembele? Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. What do, what do you think will happen with that? Yo. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I um, might have lost Nige. Subtitles on. So this thing can decipher my words. Hello? Really? Hmm. My background. Alright guys, we had some technical difficulties. Uh, first time doing this, we know that it's kind of discombobulated, not really well organized. Um, as it gets going though, we do some more episodes, you know, maybe we'll get better at this shit. I don't know. No, but, I'm uh, saying maybe get a better camera and all that shit. Better I mean, camera, I mean, I'm using some fucking goofy ass headphones, man, you know. But, uh, yeah, so uh, if you've even watched this far, appreciate you. Um, I guess, no, I uh, mean, shit. Tune in next week, I guess. You, the usual like, comment, subscribe, and all that stuff, man. Um, I guess we're really doing that shit now. Uh, all right, man. So this is Kate <laughs> saying goodbye to you. And this is Nigel, man. And shit, man. Trying to listen again. Thanks for back. listening <laughs> to the American Ladcast, y'all. Appreciate y'all.